0: Listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good show for you today. I'm going to introduce you to a new show that starts next week that I'm going to turn you guys all on to, hopefully, or a lot of you. Uh, my Thursday weekly podcast is with the creator and director of that show. That'll be up in a couple hours. I will explain that here in the open. We're going to talk a little bit more about Christina a correction I have from yesterday, and then she took to her social media yesterday, and once again, Toxic Bachelor Nation is added, and it sucks. Um, Nick Vial is in the news. Uh, a, a little thing to talk about in regards to the Higher Learning podcast with Van and Rachel. They did reference me, although it was actually kind of funny. And we're going to talk about the challenge last night and special forces. Yes, (laughs) I realized, oh, shit, this isn't the finale of the challenge. So we got another week uh, until the finale. So next week it'll end. But, yeah, I thought yesterday was going to be the finale. Anyway, we will get to that momentarily.
1: Every Stearns and Foster mattress is handcrafted with the finest materials for irresistible comfort every single night. Now save up to $800 on select adjustable mattress sets only at stearnsandfoster.com. Lesser savings may apply. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best.
0: This podcast is also brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every single lifestyle. Go to greenchef.com slash realitysteve60 and use code realitysteve60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash realitysteve60. Use code realitysteve60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Also, want to talk to you about a new sponsor And it is trail mix, not the food trail mix introduces the Google game on the app, love and pies for a tasty mix of love and drama. Download love and pies for free today. That's love and pies free to download in the app store or Google play. So let's get going. And right off the bat, want to start you off with this. You know, that over the years, When I've been approached to either promote product or to promote a television show, I only feel it is something that I will do if it fits with my audience. And one of the things that you who are listening to me today, probably listening because you follow The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, one of the biggest complaints that you guys have had over the years is, I mean, among other things in regards to the show is just the formulaic nature of it. Um, when are we going to, you know, the questions have been asked, when do you think we'll ever have a gay bachelor? Do you think we'll ever have a lesbian bachelor? Think we'll ever have a queer bachelor? Do you ever think that we'll actually have someone that's over a size four on this show? Well, I've collaborated, uh, with a show. They came to me a couple weeks ago and said, we really want your audience to check out our new dating show. And they sent me the first two episodes and I was immediately hooked. And it's different in that this is the first U.S. lesbian dating competition show. It is called Coming Out for Love, and it premieres online on February 14th. This upcoming Tuesday on Valentine's Day. And I've seen the first two episodes. It's really good. My Thursday podcast, my weekly podcast that's going to be up in a couple hours is with the creator and director of this show, Nicole Kahn. And we go over all the things about this show and tell her what I liked about it and why I feel it is different than the reality dating shows that we are used to. You might say, wait, the first lesbian dating competition show, you know, what about Tila Tequila and all that? Well, Tila Tequila was was bisexual and if you're looking for something salacious like that, the other thing that you guys complain about uh, most people when it comes to The Bachelor and Bachelorette is just you know how formulaic it is and how it's manufactured drama. I can tell you right now, obviously I haven't seen this whole season of coming out for love, but these first two episodes are really good and there's nothing formulaic about it. And you are getting women diverse, so much diversity in this cast. You're getting all different shapes and sizes of women. You're definitely not, we're not casting 16 models on this show, like runway models where they are, you know, 5'10 and blonde with long legs and blue eyes. That's, that's not what this show is. This is all different types of the LGBTQ community. And it's really, really interesting. Like I said, it for you guys, the one thing that is different is that this is not a show that you can turn on a channel and watch, and it is something you need to pay for. And when I collaborated with them, I said, "Look, I'm. I think my readers and my listeners will be interested. I'm going to provide all that information in the Thursday podcast, but just briefly, um, I will be. You'll be seeing me post clips on my Instagram. You'll be seeing me post clips on my Twitter. I will give the link that directs you right to the page." Of the show, you click on watch, and then you have to sign up for any of the packages because there is a whole um, video library of films for the LGBTQ community. Now, you can just sign up so you can watch this show, and it's $19.99, and this show is 16 episodes long. With my coupon code, you get 15% off. That's going to get it to you for $17. You're paying basically a little over $1 an episode, like $1.05, if you want to be exact, um, an episode for this. Now, this is a show that is not a binge show. They are going to release, they're going to have a live launch party this upcoming Tuesday on Valentine's Day at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. At that point, they're going to release the first episode if you don't happen to catch that, they will replay the first episode next Saturday. And then every Saturday for the next 16 weeks, you get one episode. So it is something to where, yes, you're going to pay. Hopefully use my coupon code $17. You get to see the season play out over 16 weeks. And there are, like I said, you're, you will hear a lot of me and, and Nicole Khan go into a lot of the stuff about the show. And, and, Some of the issues that rise, you know, I know you've asked in the past, well, if you had a gay bachelor and all the contestants, you know, whether it was uh, a male or a female, all the contestants would also be gay. Wouldn't they fall for each other? You got it. And according to Nicole, you will hear her say, yes, that becomes a storyline this season. And it's just something it's really cool. I wanted to do this for you guys. And I think it's um, important to have a show like this, considering this is the first lesbian female dating dating competition show in U.S. history. We've just never seen it before. It was filmed last year. It was filmed in Palm Springs. Our, the, the lead, the key master, you know, whatever you want to call it, the bachelorette, Uh, Is a woman named Amber Whittington. She's an activist and a content creator in the LGBTQ community. And she's an influencer. And all the women, like I said, some amazing women. And I've only been two episodes in. But if you want to hear more about it, listen to my podcast coming up in a couple hours with the creator and director of the show, Nicole Kahn. And I think you'll be really interested in this. Like I said, you'll have all the details. You'll see me post about it enough. You're going to hear about it in the Daily Roundup as one of the advertisers for the next month so get used to it I hope you guys take the chance and on this because I believed in this thing after I saw the two episodes and I can't wait uh, to watch more so um, I'll have all your information your links it's just one link that brings you to the show when you check out and you want it and you click watch and you check out all you do is put in my coupon code and then you'll get to this show and If you can't be a part of Tuesday's launch, that's fine. You can check it out on Saturday will be the first episode will be replayed again. And then every Saturday for the next 16 weeks is a new episode.
1: The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories, but your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life resistant high performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip ups and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.
0: So I wanted to correct something about Christina yesterday. When I was talking about Christina and her editing thing that she posted on her Instagram stories about like, oh, look it, they showed a clip of me in my one-on-one dress that I was with Zach in episode two, but they showed it in episode three. And for whatever reason, I thought she was saying that the clip of her talking with Zach when she went off to talk to him during the after-party group date, on Monday's episode, they just took the footage from her first and it's no, 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 that wasn't it because she was clearly in the same outfit. She was. It was only a clip of her doing an ITM where we basically all she was saying was, I want a rose. So even more to my point that, yes, while editing did show a clip from an ITM from week two in the week three episode, it didn't change anything it was just to emphasize that she wanted a rose and so they used that footage so i again don't really understand why she did that why she pointed it out and and made a point of it on instagram but she did um now the other thing with christina yesterday if you didn't see she took to her instagram stories and shared with everybody you know no she did not address anything that was written about her in the sun But she did address the hate that she's been getting online. And again, I mean, how many times do I got to say it? Clearly, people don't care. People don't listen. I can say it till I'm blue in the face. You don't need to harass these contestants over anything. I don't care how bad they come across on television. You don't need to call them the C word in a message to them. But some of the messages that Christina posted on her Instagram story, just despicable, For those that didn't see it, it's probably going to, you know, it'll be deleted by the time uh, maybe you get around to it. I'll read you some of them. You are a malicious C word. Your daughter will be ashamed of you and she should be. You're an ugly bitch. I can see why guys leave you. You're a psycho. Another one. I absolutely died. She is so fucking annoying. Someone muzzle her. Bet you weren't expecting that, you entitled bitch. You'll learn to shut your ugly, stupid fucking mouth if I shoot you in it. Hey, you must be busy right now. That's why you are not answer. I wanted to tell you that you're kind of being a bitch right now. Another one. You're pretty if you shut up. I love to have your skin mount on my wall. And this was my favorite one. (laughs) You not even that good at football. Anyway, um, you know, again, maybe it will scare some people off from going on this show in the future. I don't know. But it's kind of what I've been saying that, no, it's not fair. And no, no contestant deserves this type of hatred thrown at them ever I don't care what they do on the show. And we talked about it yesterday in terms of villains on this show. Christina's like at the bottom. She did nothing egregious. She just put her foot in her mouth and wasn't really nice to the, uh, to charity Um, was not very self-aware of how she came across the other women, but we've seen way worse villains than that. And to get that response to elicit that response from somebody, someone you calling you a malicious C word, Over that? Over those three episodes? Seriously? You know, like I said, I don't know if this will deter other people from, in the future, applying to be on this show because they're scared of the trolls, but you have to know, if you do apply to be on this show, and you do get accepted to be on this show, and you end up on the show, this is a possibility. It just is. Because there are some whack jobs out there that feel that they can sit behind a computer as a nameless, faceless person and say whatever they want to you with zero repercussions. Christina didn't include any of those people's Instagram handles. I think she should have. Because at least at that point, you could be like, well, you're giving them the attention they deserve. Well, you know what? I think if enough people knew their names, I think enough people would email them and blow up their Instagram account to where they would probably shut it down. And yeah, they'd probably create a new one. That's fine. i but that person that is sending that from that account should be exposed. And I know Christina's you know whole deal is you know let's spread love. we don't need to spread hate. that's why I don't want to give out the that's why I don't want to give out their names. Well Christina, they spread hate to you. I, I get I get where you're coming from. I get you don't you know you want to put positivity into the world but I'm sorry they already crossed a line. So nobody, nobody will be mad at you if you shared those names of the people and the Instagram handles of the people that sent you those awful messages. She probably won't, but I'm just saying, anybody that sends something like that deserves to be called out. Period. I'd do it in a heartbeat. I have no I have no sympathy for trolls online that do that. None. I think every single one of them should have their account suspended. It's probably impossible. Instagram's got so many things that are going on on it that the amount of people that probably report stuff, report things that are said, they can never get around to it in time. But anybody that sends somebody that should have their account suspended. And I don't know if you saw it kind of along the same lines. This was a couple days ago, but even worse was Tia sharing a message that she got. All she did, all Tia did, was post a picture of her little boy, His name is escaping me right now. I forget it. And all she wrote was, poor Bud had to get shots today. I think it hurt me and Tay more than it did him, Taylor, her fiancé. That's all she posted. And then somebody had the nerve to DM her and said, it definitely hurt him more than it hurt you. You'd better kiss that boy real good tonight because 78% of all Sid's deaths occur within 72 hours of a wellness visit. No, he doesn't need extra cuddles. He needs a mom who researches what the fuck she puts in his tiny eight-week-old body. The fuck, Tia? I pray today isn't his last. If that doesn't make your blood boil, there's something wrong with you. If it doesn't make your blood boil, you're probably one of those people that believes that shit and believes that somebody has the right to send that to somebody who all they did was post a picture of their little boy, who got the, his shots that day, people disgust me. Speaking of people that disgust me, <laughs> if I were to if I were to play a game with you right now, and I'd say, "Hey, there is somebody in Bachelor Nation that said this. How many seconds do you think it would take you to get it right?" Because when I heard it, obviously I heard it directly from the person, but for maybe those that didn't hear it, if I were to tell you that a former lead of The Bachelor said this sentence, how long would it take you to figure out who it is? This former lead of The Bachelor said this, no one has liked The Bachelor since him. Nick Vile! Yeah, took you about f- 0.5 seconds. <laughs> you know how that emailer just said, the fuck, Tia? The fuck, Nick? I don't know if there's a more insufferable, narcissistic windbag than this guy. Holy shit. Really? Really? don't even know I, I i listened to it and i was like maybe i heard it out of context maybe and i was trying to be like i was actually trying to give the guy the benefit of the doubt of okay maybe he's trying to get at an angle here no it's such a ridiculous self-absorbed narcissistic statement that it, it's not even explainable First off, you don't know that, Nick. You're acting like that is a factual statement. No one's liked The Bachelor since me. Really? Have you surveyed everybody in America that's watched this fucking show? What is your problem? Holy shit, this guy. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> I really can't. I mean, people, let me just tell you. You know I'm not a fan of Nick, and a lot stems from the interview uh, when he had me on his podcast, and that went south really quick, and then he blamed it on my fans being passionate as opposed to taking any accountability for the way he treated me in that interview. But whatever. That's beside the point. The amount of shit I know about that guy that I have never talked about publicly. Ugh. Could write a fucking chapter on it in my book. So someone tipped me off to Higher Learning Podcast with Van and Rachel the other day. They got on the topic of Brian, and Rachel was saying and, and telling her co-host Van, who never even watched her season. He knows nothing about her season. She was telling him that, hey, you know, there was this guy out there, Reality Steve, who initially said that my guy that I broke up with at the end was the winner. And for a while there, everyone you know, And then Javan kind of jumped in as like, you know, fuck this reality Steve guy. If he had anything bad to say about Brian, I he's got an issue with me. And Rachel's like, no, 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 no. It's the fans that did because they had developed this liking for Peter because when the spoiler was out there, people fell for Peter thinking he was going to be the final one, so they wanted to support Rachel and Peter. And then when the spoiler changes... They have to switch their mindset to, oh, she's not with the guy that I originally liked her with. And now she's with somebody different. I have to now like him. And then Van, you know, apologized and whatnot. I didn't think it was a big deal at all. I, there's nothing there. I, I listen to higher learning uh, when I can, when they have good topics on, good guests. I will definitely listen to that podcast. I don't take any offense to what Van said. It wasn't. He, because he didn't know. He had no idea. He thought that I came out and was trashing Brian when she's like, no, 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 no. He said the wrong spoiler. So the fans started trashing Brian and then reality Steve changed. It. he's like, okay, I apologize reality Steve. Apology accepted van. I'll be on your show anytime you want. All right, let's talk about the challenge last night, which I thought was going to be the finale. It wasn't, you know, I understand it's very competitive. There's a lot of money on the line. You're down to three teams. You have a very good shot to win this thing. However, Jordan Wisely's reputation precedes him, and I don't care how ultra-competitive you want to get, I don't care how close you are to winning another final, Jordan, this guy's a dick in the heat of the moment, and I know that he slept on it, and he was better, and he was helping Anissa the next day, and he was being more encouraging, but again, He only did that because he probably realized what an asshole he was to her in the first portion that we saw last night. No wonder you haven't won in 13 years. You know, just who's, you know, a partner whose ankle is swollen. And she did it because he decided to take a shortcut through the woods like man this guy and you know this isn't the first time that jordan has treated women poorly on that show but man how insufferable is that guy like i'm uh, you know uh, and and Tori's confronting anisa tory is his former fiance i'm sure she's like yeah anisa i'm very well aware of this behavior they didn't really show that last night, but I guarantee the reason and, you know, yes, I'm very well aware that Tori and Anissa have a challenge podcast and they're BFF. So she was going to confront her any not confront her um, comfort her anyway. But with this, I guarantee Tori really wanted to be like, yeah, I know. I know all about this. But, yeah, his reputation precedes him. Just not just doesn't seem like a good guy at all at least on this show. I mean, we have video evidence through the years of how he talks to women and I I just don't have respect for the guy. Great competitor. Yeah, but I don't respect him. And the way he treated Anissa last night was piss poor and embarrassing. Let's wrap it up with talk about special forces last night. Again, one of these shows where I sit there on my couch and I feel like a complete loser watching these people go through military training. I got three words for you. Poisonous tear gas. That's what they had to deal with last night. What? (laughs) Are you kidding me? First off, the word poisonous is in there. Like, I, I clearly, they're not going to put these people in a in a situation where they could possibly die. They have medics, you know, on site right there to help anybody. Any of the coaches are there to, you know, like in the case of Mike Piazza, he fell and didn't know how to get out, so they had to help him out. They weren't just going to be like, no, we're not going to let you out of here until you find your way out. No, they obviously it gets to a point where it's like, okay, he needs help. But putting somebody through poisonous tear gas, yes, four of the six ended up passing, right? No, Mike didn't and Carly didn't. And Hannah Brown did not compete because she has asthma, and that can start a panic attack for her. So they had her basically for two hours. Look, I understand that Hannah Brown could not compete in that, but what she had to do, lasted a hell of a lot longer than what they put the guys and Carly Lloyd through with the tear gas. I mean, that seemed like a, you know, 30-second to one-minute mission. Yes, you had to deal with tear gas, but Hannah Brown, for two hours, had to jump in water, roll around in dirt, and then line up sandbags to create a fort for two hours. I Just, again, Hannah Brown killing it on this show. All respect to her uh, for what she's doing. All respect to all those people on that show. I mean, I like I said, I feel like a loser sitting at home doing nothing. I went to the gym yesterday, was working out. You know, I'm pushing myself to the limit. I'm getting my heart rate up into the 160s. You know, I'm doing supersets of stuff. And, uh, you know, I did a superset of, you know, the row machine and then straight into Bosu push-ups. And I'm getting, you know, and I'm just dying. And then I watch this show, and I'm like, "Holy crap! I don't think I, would, I, I don't. You know, I'm talking about a healthy me, not with you know, the point right now where I can't run because of my torn Achilles. Still, but I'm talking about healthy me before I tore my Achilles when I was felt like it was in good shape. I, I don't think I could last a day out there. I really don't. And I, it's amazing watching these people do what they do. And I, you know, I, I'm not saying I'm not impressed with Dwight Howard. And Gus Kenworthy and Danny Amendola, but they're world-class athletes. Carly Lloyd. I'm most impressed with Hannah. How can you not be? She's not an athlete at all. She, I, I mean, I don't think she's much of a. You know, she actually yeah, works out, but she's not a world-class athlete who went on that show. There's five. There's six people left. Um, Danny Amendola. Dwight Howard, Carly Lloyd, Gus Kenworthy, all world-class athletes in their respective sports. Mike Piazza was a pro baseball player. He's the oldest. I believe he's 51. So he's kind of hit a wall last night, struggling a little bit. But if you take those final six that are left, Hannah Brown easily is the one that sticks out like a sore thumb in terms of why is she still here. And it's because she's kicking ass. Like She has no business still being there. No sporting background that I know of, and she has done really well for herself. She's passed a lot of their tests, so all the credit in the world to her. But, man, tear gas last night? Are you kidding me? I was like, holy crap. What else are they going to put these people through? I don't even want to know how the last two days of that show end up, what they have to do. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast, and please – Please take a listen in a couple hours to my interview with the creator and director, Nicole Kahn, of Coming Out for Love, which uh, debuts online on Tuesday that uh, I have the link to have a coupon code for you. I think you should really check out this show. It's basically a way more realistic version of a reality dating show. And, yes, it is. um, It's one woman. 16 women competing for her, but like I said, it's about as diverse as you can get. All different ethnicities, some are bi, some are gay, some haven't even come out yet, and they come out on the show. Some, well, one, is deaf. Like, it is a real dating show, not what we're used to watching on ABCs on Monday nights. So... I hope you take the time uh, to check it out. Uh, I'll be promoting it for the next month, so please do. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See ya!